<laughs> For what, the fact that you're on it tonight? Yes. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted's. Starring the Ted. Starring the Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. The podcast, episode 243. What's up with your boy, the Ted Smith? I'll be host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, well, actually, it's to the right of me. It's the holiday season. He's got Jubilee cans on him. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Markets are closed today. Ted's lost a lot of weight. Matt's killing it, and I'm sick as hell. So that's it for the stock report. Have a great new year. <laughs> <laughs> Quick and to the point. Also, it was a rough day all around for the markets. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Back on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up, even turning down the volume on the headphones so that Duncan oh. blow out his four eardrums. Matt, kind of the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Thanks for that acknowledgement, Ted. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's the details that, that matter. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Hey, I mean, look, you're like Pete Carroll, right? You're about finishing in December. I, I Wrong week that. to bring it up I'm after they lost to the Niners. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Pete Carroll likes John Wooden, right? Seems yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm a big John Wooden guy. I'm reading his book. It's I know. Awesome. I was telling my counselor the other day about it because we were talking about my high school and Morgan Wooten. And I was talking <laughs> about how he's Morgan Wooten, of course, the winningest basketball high school coach of all time from DeMatha Catholic High School. Uh, also, the bobblehead, which sits on Ted's coffee say. table. Oh, yeah. I always forget. I know. God was like, was that you or was that Barnes? It was like, I feel like he's judging me. That was me. Yeah. I was like, no, man. He's a master motivator. Whatever you want to do, <laughs> coach is behind you. <laughs> it's a great bobblehead. It is. I like to take him on hikes. <laughs> All right. It's like I took him to like Crater Lake with me and stuff, and then I always bother Ponton. I'm like, look, Ponton, look at me and Coach Wooten. And he's like, hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm really sure what to do with this text message. <laughs> right. Anyhow, so we were, I was talking to my counselor, and we are talking about uh, Morgan Wooten and uh, John Wooden. And I go, yeah, it's weird, man. I'm like, I know so much about John Wooden. I go, well, my buddy just read his book. And now he keeps bringing it up. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. They start every practice with tying their shoes at the beginning of the season. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. He is. He is. Ted, who was your separationist in the preparation guy? Oh, that's uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. I don't know that he... He's just the one I know that said it the Dude, most. Dude, I have laughed about that condom story like five or six times just when <laughs> yeah. I'm just driving or that. something. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, first things first. I did go down to Cage Sport MMA last week. Also, Asado and No Way, a great restaurant on Sixth Ave. And No Way, do they pay any money? This is not an ad, but that food is delicious and the service is on point. Lamb shank? Actually, I've been branching out. Wow. Beef rib, short beef rib. Oh, okay. Yeah, on a bed of uh, polenta. Yep. Oh. Yeah, you told me to get the. The lamb, the lamb shank. And but I went in there and that whole menu was like popping out at me, calling my name. It was intense. It was overwhelming, but I stuck with it. I was not disappointed with the lamb shank at all. It was incredible. But that's yeah. the, that's the thing. That lamb shank is so good. But now that I've branched out a little bit, even like Solo was with me, he's like, All right, that short rib short rib is unreal. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh so Asado is great. We get to the fights, everything's going awesome. Uh, Tim Lewis is one of Drew's good buddies. So he's been in here before, but we've never actually interviewed just Tim. So Tim won the fight. I saw him backstage, and he kind of excitedly yelled at me, can I get on the podcast now? <laughs> I was like, all right, my bad, Tim. It. You're on. 
Oh, that's awesome. And then Dude, did you get him in picture? here, man. We don't need you with any more backstage beef down there. <laughs> I know, dude. And it's like, I know Tim, but he's like, literally, he's like taking off his tape. Like, can I get on the show now? Like, yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, they're all oiled up and muscly. Right, like, yeah. whatever you want, dude. Here, take take my wallet. <laughs> yeah. So then Talon won his fight as well. Powerful Talon. Yeah, I see him backstage and he goes, hey. You owe me dinner for talking about that much food when I was cutting uh, weight. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair. There's so a minefield down there for you. It, it, it honestly Dodging is. Juicy J, dealing with trainers. Not only that, there was, there was a girl there that comes to some of the men's room events, and I met her before, right? So she had been to the fights with her friends for this guy's birthday four years before that. So I almost always get a new shirt, and I went out with the mayor on Friday. He goes, you getting a new shirt? I said, no, nah, man. Been doing this for years, like nobody's gonna notice. I take a picture with her and her friends, and she goes, "Hey, look! Four years ago, you had on the same shirt." <laughs> Son of a bitch! Not only does she notice, but has the photo evidence. Has the photo, just like ready to go. So then I, I was just like, "All right, well, I'll meet you guys four years later. Same fucking shirts." <laughs> like the Olympics. <laughs> right. uh, also, we have our good buddy Duncan here with us today. So if you hear another voice, hello, that would Welcome. be Duncan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, so first with, uh, I'll start with this year or just like talking about what we did over the year. So diligence, diligence, I mean, we picked up, we picked that word in what January or February, pretty yeah, early. Probably, yeah. Somewhere February, March, something like that. Yeah. And like, without getting into too much details, I think for all three of us, like I, when we picked it, it seemed good, but wow. I mean this year, right. It was a diligent All three year. of us were, were on it. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> it's been nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flew by. I say that every year, though. Like they just keep going faster. Yeah, is this the fifth year we've done the podcast? Fourth. Yeah, five, over five years. The pot, uh, the jet ski photo is five years old. That's half a summer. decade, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's longer than the Olympics or a presidential term. Two studios, a lot of beers, a lot of weed. You think about just all of our stats in aggregate. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, I actually remember listening to you guys when you started this podcast when I moved down to South Carolina oh, and was listening yeah. to you guys down there, and then again to my next trip down to Mississippi. Yeah, that's wild. Damn. A lot of moves. And then I moved moves. to Austin and moved back. Like, this podcast is durable. Yeah, we did a long-term, long-distance relationship. <laughs> yeah, I almost forget about that part. And we stuck with it. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. We didn't break up right before the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, great transition. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Dunk. <laughs> let's, let's just dive into it. Let's go. All right. You know what? Let's talk about it. All right. So our buddy Dunk here uh, was dating somebody, and they broke up recently. So I, of course, said, oh, right before the holidays. Save some money. <laughs> There's never a good time. Right. So then Cobb said the same thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I walked back into the studio and apparently said exactly the same thing. <laughs> All right, so Doug, I do agree with you. There's never a good time, right? But I've been—I—I I shouldn't say that. I haven't been in the spot around Christmas. But I know a lot of people are like, "Well, we'll stay together through the holidays." Nah, but you th- know, th- I don't it, think that's any better. It did go through my mind, like, "Oh, should I just like wait it out until after the new year? Should I just do it now? What what should I do?" And I was like, "You know what, Brent? There's no good time. Just do it. Just do it. January third. <laughs> That's the time. <laughs> Is that the day? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but, dude, I don't think they're... That's February 12th, 13th, whatever. <laughs> See, now we're talking. But we all have friends who have either done that or... Like, we all know somebody that stayed through the holiday, and then it's like, did that make Christmas better? Like, I was at a Christmas dinner once, and I'll leave names out of it, but the couple clearly was just kind of 
in it for the holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were just like chirping each other like the whole t- it was just like to the point of like I I kind of like I knew the girl more and kind of pulled her aside. I said, "Hey, like you're being mean." Like I get that you might break up with this dude soon, but like come on, man. Like the guy's trying to save a little face at dinner. That makes my decision sound like a whole lot better. Oh, 100%. You know? Come on. Yeah, I think I'm going to rip the Band-Aid guy as well. Yeah, quick. Painless. Well, semi. Mm-hmm. How'd yeah. you take it? Very well, actually. I mean, all right. a few a few tears. Um, she It was way out of left field for her. Because I will say this. We, we dated for about mm, eight and a half months or so. Not one fight. Not one. So she did not expect it coming. But Is that good, though? Never having a fight? I would think so. Every time I was in a relationship having fights, I was like, man, this sucks. I wish I was in a relationship without yeah, fights. But I worry that concerns that... me, too. Yeah, Go no, ahead, Ted. I was just saying, no fights at all. I just feel like, like how honest are we being? Because I think it's natural to have some arguments within a relationship. Like, well, I, I, I definitely I, pulled a few moves where I, I thought I expected a fight. I was ready. Like I had my ammo prepared, what I was going to say, what I would up. apologize with. Nothing. No, not a fight. Just like, don't text her for 15 hours, 20 hours, 25 hours. Call her up the next day. Hey, I'm hungover. I went out with my buddies last night. And she's like, well, I'm bringing Gatorade. Let's go for pho. All right. And I'm making a great case for breaking the things off this girl. <laughs> I know. I will say that. She sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, I've definitely broken up in a relationship because, like, we just never, we never fought, but we also never talked about anything. So there'd be stuff that really bugged me, and they'd be like, yeah, they would just go quiet. I'm like, well, we got, like, I got to, you know me, like, I'm going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I what mean, I'm a part about. of that's on me, too. I, no, I, dude, I, I feel like it, you're right, though. If you're not talking, or sorry, if you're not fighting at some point, you're not fully communicating. And the thing is, I think with a relationship, like if you're not able to like have a disagreement, negotiate with each other, work out some sort of a truce and then sort of like, um, you know, make up. I think that's a key dynamic of a relationship because over the long term, there's going to be things that you disagree with, you d- disagree about. I mean, fundamentally. And if you don't have some process by which to like uh, remediate that then like those things are just going to build beneath the surface. And like Ted was saying, be sort of like this subtext, you know, within the relationship. Cause I got to imagine that there was some reason you were breaking up with her. And what concerns me is that you said that she was blindsided. And so you think about, um, okay, if this girl didn't see this coming, obviously these, none of these concerns had been raised previously where she would have a chance either to justify her action or to change that behavior. So, that that's why it concerns me. It throws like a little bit of a, a yellow flag. What you know, you I I I do agree with you. I think being able to uh, technically at this point it would have to be a red flag because we'd have to review it. Yeah, ships over. <laughs> but I I, I, I think Cobb's <laughs> on to something. The booth. <laughs> I I do think Cobb's on to something. I I think that having the ability to reconcile with your significant other is uh, a great skill to have. Um, since we never had a fight, I never got to see that side of her. Um, but. It just didn't work out because she wanted marriage and kids in the, not immediate future, but, you know, we're both 32, so biological clock is ticking on her end more so than mine. And it's just not a priority for me, so, you know, why waste her time? That's why I did it. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason to break up, I Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's pretty solid. Very adult. You think that, uh... Could have been the most adult thing I've ever done. Do you think about kids and stuff down the line or just at 32 saying it's not in the plans? Just 32 saying it's not in the plans. All right. Yeah. I'm about to have a birthday in a week. I always start thinking about that stuff a little more. 
I just had one. I know the feeling. 32. <laughs> oh, I was going to say a kid? Somebody <laughs> asked me this week, so how deep can guys go where they're still fertile? In fact, AC asked me weirdly. But we were talking about Dude, that, and I was like, like 50 I, or 60. Yeah, I honestly, I think I threw out the number like 60, 62, I mean, somewhere in there. But I have no basis for that, so I'm curious to hear your guys' uninformed opinions also. I mean, Over was like 50, like close to 50. That's the only reference point I have. Yeah, what, who's one of the Mighty Python guys? Like, just had a kid, and he's like in his seventies. John Cleese, seventies. I'm pretty sure the Rolling Stones. Yeah, are Rolling all, Stones have all been good. having kids like this whole time. Yeah, I Keith, Keith Richards just had a kid, did he not? Like a year I know ago, he just turned seventy five. Today, 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 when we're taping this. So that's what he, well. Anyway, listen to the cast. We've brought it up before. Like, I'm like fine without that stuff, but then also it's like, well. In 10 years, if I'm dating a girl that's 15 years younger than I am and she wants a kid, then it's like, all right, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. 60 and beyond. And beyond. The, uh, <laughs> dude, speaking of dating younger women, I saw, I was walking to work the other day and saw like this smoke show, probably 25, 26, and like just, you know, like had sort of like an exotic look, right? Standing on the street corner and then with her, like this much, much older dude, but you know, he clearly had his shit together and, uh, sorry. And it, it was awesome, man. I just like, I wanted to lean over and be like, hey, man. Like, how'd you get this whole thing set up? But, like, they were too close to each other. We couldn't, like, you know, slide it in without her hearing. And so I just had to stand back and admire. I was like, man, nice work, buddy. It's probably 56, 57, smoking oh, hot 25-year-old. I just saw a meme where it was like, remember when you see all these girls on the boats on Instagram? And it's like a picture of a bunch of hot chicks on a boat. And then on the bottom, it's like, who owns them? And it's just like a bunch of old, kind of out shape dudes smoking Cubans and stuff. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, powering through vodka sodas. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was my experience at Seafair. <laughs> the one year I went out on like a yacht on the log boom. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a bunch of those like Arab sheiks and stuff like pay to fly in Instagram models oh, yeah. and stuff to go on their boats, and we'll like pay them to be there. Yeah, there's like famous singers and actresses who have done high end prostitution. We just don't know about it. Whoo! But I mean, you're talking like Ooh. millions to fly into like those salt. Who people. you got in mind? <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna say because I mic's off. No, it's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, we're having a little fun today. We may smoke a little bit. I'm even having a few beers. So, like, there's a name in my head, but it's not. I know it's wrong. <laughs> so, I, I don't want to trash this person, and they're already deceased. Oh, oh fair yeah. Enough. All right, but you know what? The, I don't know. I, I but like she Trump. got that money. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the results, Mari. <laughs> Someone got paid. <laughs> but yeah, I've heard that. That's a big deal. You gotta do it. So much better. Sorry. You know what? This is a weird question. Is there a good time to break up with somebody? No. No. Nope. I don't think so. There's always a holiday around the corner or yep. a birthday or something. Yep. Yeah. Uh yeah, I did. Or it's it. gonna be like, you left me all alone and like it's February, it's cold. Or it's going to be like, we had so many plans this summer. <laughs> yep. See, I feel like the most acceptable time is probably like right at the tail end of spring heading into summer. You can't get blamed for like, oh, you left me like cold in the winter. No <laughs> real major holidays of significance that aren't like 4th of July is kind of more of a party holiday anyway. You know, like women's fertility peaks at the end of spring, early summer. So they're already getting a biological drive to look for dudes. I feel like that's the best time to just set that butterfly free. Now, waiting until then? No. Like, no way. But if you happen to be in the range, you know, one, two weeks on either side, I feel like that's your move. But, like, you don't hold on to something from the fall all the way till there just to, you know, 
No, but I now know that'll be in my head next time I'm dating somebody. <laughs> Like, it's April. It'll be in May. her. It'll be in her head too. She's like, "Oh, I just got pat through May. It looks like I'm in the clear." <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like, I started dating a few. I usually like to start dating people in the winter. I guess that's normal. But I've had a, I've had a summer, summer fling. Yeah, I feel like most of my relationships start in fall, typically. Right in the beginning of cuffing season. Cuffing season. What does that mean exactly? Basically, like. <laughs> You don't really want a girlfriend, but you don't want to be cold all winter. So yeah, it's so, so like the term, cuffing. What, what do you mean by that? You're just going to be with them? I assume it's like handcuffs? Oh, God. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That's just why I assume the term came from cuffing. It's I like mean, you're going to be right next to with them long enough, they become the ball and chain. So, yeah, cuffing season doesn't didn't seem that crazy to me when I heard it. Dude, That's I, used, I, I, I it just looking at you saying that and literally like <laughs> one 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 foot over, like just out of frame is his girlfriend. Like sitting yeah, right behind him from where I am. Like, just, it's like the realest elf on a shelf I've ever seen. Playing with fire. She is right there on his shoulder. <laughs> I know a dude that I swear to God, he broke up with and dated the same girl three winters in a row. <laughs> love it. And I was love like, it. How is she not here to it. this? <laughs> Great move. <laughs> I remember for him. I remember one time I broke up with a girl like just before Thanksgiving, and she said like, "But the holidays and your birthday are coming up," and I was like, "Yeah, trying to enjoy them." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, that's that why well. you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Next, <laughs> you remember that show? It's not smooth. Yeah, that was a great one. Great show. <laughs> Which one? Next. Where they like have like a a bus full of dates, and if like the guy said like something even like marginally weird, they'd be like next, Next. and just boom, he walks out. There was next dude sits down right where he is. Like date continues. Damn. Yeah, it was a great show. Cold (laughs) as ice, but great show. And we wonder why people like love Tinder now. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that is real life. Next, it's true. What was the one? uh, Who's the Walking Dead guy? After at midnight, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Remember him and uh, the hot, crazy blonde woman used to host a show called Singled Out. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. So that was like one girl and like fifty dudes, and then they whittle it down to like one dude, and then it'd be like one dude and like fifty chicks. Like similar to The Bachelor. No, no, but it was like a half hour show. Oh, and they whittle it down in one episode. Yeah. Wow. And there used to be. So first of all, it was Jenny McCarthy. It's gonna be a little private here. If you're related to me, turn it off. Uh, and then singled out. There was 15 Turn minutes, it off, Chris. Right? God damn it. Like in high school, there was 15 minutes of singled out where I often uh, was very happy. Because, <laughs> right? I mean, at that time, internet porn is like a fantasy. Yeah, but it hadn't wasn't, even started. Yeah, it we wasn't didn't even have like fake celebrity nude pictures. That was no. like the early days of internet porn. Dude, me. I do have a good internet porn story. Was We had a we got a color printer when I was a senior year, senior year in high school. So I would print off pictures, right? Is that the school or the house? At the house. Oh, thank God. And then we had one of those terrible drop ceilings. So I would lift up one of the things and like put the, the ones up. But you got to keep in mind, is it printed out? It was like, jing, 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 jing. Like, I mean, it took like 10 minutes to print something out. <laughs> Dude, I thought, did we not discuss my dad and I removing the, uh, the vanity in our <laughs> yeah. bathroom on this cast? Yeah, we did. We talked about that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, then we don't need to rehash it, but I, I feel you, man. Yeah, and then my brother was like, you, you left one in the printer. And I was like. Damn. Yeah, we left 400 under the vanity. I had to like run back up and hide them as my dad and I lifted a va- it out like, what, six months ago or something as a grown man to have to deal with water stained images like that? <sighs> Disgusting, Ted. 
It's some of them. Like, just imagine if you were in that basement right now and like a water leak happened upstairs and it all came crashing down on you. Your, your mom's right there. Chris is right there. Oh, and some of them were aggressive. I was that close, man. <laughs> that close to being discovered. But I told you I made it right because one day my brother was going to school and he's like, hey, man, like, you got to help me out. I don't know what happened. But there was like porn icons stuck on the like the homepage, <laughs> on the desktop. Yeah, and you know how I got rid of them. This is gonna sound insane to people who are younger than I am, but it's like he just didn't know how to right click yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I told this story at the podcast party. I totally forgot about it until I was randomly talking to, God damn it, what was what were the names? There's a guy and a girl that are super cool, but we were talking outside as they were leaving, and like I said, El Jefe. No, no, it was another guy. Um, kind of like a couple? The girl, yeah, the girl's name was something more exotic. And uh, damn it, I can't remember. There's a lot right. of names there, but they were super cool. And we were just talking. Like, I've been talking to him for like three minutes, and this popped in my head. And I was like, oh, I can tell him this story, which I thought was like, that's a good sign of character of people that are coming out to meet us, which I thought was cool. But I was like, yeah, I used to like those fake celebrity nudes which were like early like mid 90s photoshop there were, some of them were just downright awful even like as a like 12 year old yeah, even as a 12 year old i could tell like this is this is bad guys but i didn't care um but one of them i found one of topanga and i tried to like i love her everyone right? loves her yeah. yeah dunk just gave me the thumbs Across up the board. taking a drink yeah exactly always thick yeah topanga. two seats even the name <laughs> topanga uh so I just put it somehow I wanted to be able to I like couldn't just leave it there, but I downloaded it and it was like the background of the computer and I knew how to change it and I changed it. But when the computer restarted before you put the password in, that was the background. <laughs> yeah, my brother came and got me and like I figured it out, but it was again, close call. <laughs> That's the funny thing. It was it topless Topanga or is yeah, this like topless. full? Okay. No, it's just a topless. It's just like with her head on. Just her smiling on a yeah. topless body, like jeans that were uh, like on but unzipped, and like yeah, it was it was hot. Well, that would put Mitch I, in a weird position too. I remember too. it very specifically. I think that's cool about our age range. Is like we probably all have like images or even like porn stars that we can still recall specific scenes of, like kids these days. Not going to have that. They're drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know what it's like. (laughs) I mean, they'd still find, I think, porn stars they find that they like the most. Right. But for us, it was such a rare, like, okay, so how memories are formed is if they're, like, you know, markedly different from the norm. It's a big variance from whatever your everyday life was. And if you're seeing hundreds or thousands of photos, it'll be a little different. You know, one's a little better than the other. But when you, like, find a magazine in the woods one time in a 10-year span, like, that gets burned into your into your mind. Pretty Tori seriously. Wilson and Sable from the WWF Playboy. I remember yep. that one. Like <laughs> saw that one. Saw, saw China. Saw some sort of a, a mud wrestling match. I believe Sable and somebody else were involved. Still burned into my Reasonable. head. Yeah, those divas. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, I always tell the story. There used to be a guy, a guy called the Godfather. So he would show up, and then it was always like he had these horrors with him. But they were just like local strippers that he would get in every town. So we were at the Baltimore Arena, and there's like this parking garage, and I'm in high school, and this guy's dad brought us. So it's four high school dudes, and we yell down to the Godfather, and those women flashed us. 
And I mean, it was oh. right. I mean, you could see the excitement now. Wow. I mean, I come, I'm a grown up. I go to strip club anytime I want. That's what I'm just saying. And that's burned in But it's just head. like, yes. Mm-hmm. If I ever met that man, I feel like respect. <laughs> hey, man, love your work. <laughs> it's like Rosie Perez's nipple and do the right thing. One of the first ones I've seen or I, I had seen. And I was like, to this day, I love Rosie Perez. Oh, I forget how I ended up with the VHS of Showgirls, but I was really, wow. I was really glad I did. That was a big wow. score. And then at one point, I had the little like, <laughs> Sex in the Pool scene, incredible. Yeah, one time I had the VCR TV combo that we'd use for road trips, like in my room. They put it in my closet or something, and then it was just fucking game on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, dude, I remember being in high school and somebody had like a VHS porn, and it was like, like it finally got passed to me. <sighs> I faked sick the next day. Just to stay home and watch that thing, man. Oh, man. God, it's so awkward, too. Like, reliving some of these stories. I'm also like, forget your parents. I'm thinking about when I was living with DV and we only had a DVD player in the living room. And, like, he comes in and I'm just sitting there and the TV's off. He's like, what are you doing? Nothing. Sitting here. And then he, like, walks in his room and he comes out and he goes, weren't masturbating, were you? (laughs) (laughs) On my couch? Come on, man. (laughs) <laughs> on the living room couch, said. <laughs> Actually, we do have a, a mutual friend of ours was like telling me I moved into a new place by myself uh, like five years ago, and he's like, "Have you masturbated on the main couch yet?" <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "That's the best part about living by yourself, man." He's the guy who used to live down the hall from you. Yeah, that's, yeah. I can hear him saying that. Yeah. You know, I haven't broke in my couch yet. Oh, well, I know. Still yeah, clean. you did just get a new couch. <laughs> yeah, there it's you still go. clean. I mean, well, you got that, that window right there, though. Yeah. yeah What's that? A three panel like window glass door combo that would be four feet behind there's you. Blinds. Yeah. I a couple months ago I entertained a young lady over there. Oh, hello. It was fine. Okay. That's different though. If somebody catches you banging a chick, that's not embarrassing. <laughs> that's thumbs up. Right? Like no, 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 right? Some dude walking by sees you masturbating. <laughs> Good work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I mean, as far as it's just being burned in your head, I'm sorry to bring it up. Your mom doesn't listen, does she? No, 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 no. Okay, no. good. Yeah, I just think sure so. she's been on the cast, but I feel her exclusively like, you don't need to listen. Yeah, no, yeah, nothing to see here. But, dude, I just think of, like, you You were talking about those basement windows that you guys had, oh. like the partial <laughs> windows. Yeah, you already know. Yeah. All right. Like, that's the story that I think of immediately of, like, images burned in people's head. It's like your mom looking through a window at you, judging you. You make eye contact and never speak about it. Yeah. I was just itching something. I don't want to, like... I forget. She did. It was so quick. Like, we're not talking about it. Yeah, it was awkward, Dunk. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I feel uncomfortable now. I can hear you swallowing too. <laughs> and, it was, like, and it was like I had been home for like five minutes and like had to sprint downstairs to do that. Like, and my mom worked, so she was rarely home when I got home from school. Oh, Plenty man. of opportunities, right? I think you think about that stuff now. Can you imagine? Like, why would you, like, how you risk it as a teenager? Like, I would never do that now, right? Like, if cops, like, I'm five minutes away, I wouldn't be like, huh, oh, but I can rub one out. Ted's 17 and ready to risk it all. <laughs> yeah, dude, just think about the stuff that you thought your parents had no idea what was going on. It's like, oh, they knew God. everything you were doing. Like, that makes you seem like just so much more of a degenerate in their eyes. And the fact that they still love you is astounding. Absolutely astounding. Yeah, and like, right, like younger people don't get it, but it's just like you're not smooth. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not hard to tell. I mean, hell, we could sit around with Joe's kids and just wait for them to come home on a Friday night and be like, "What have you boys been doing? Like, give me the story." Yeah, nothing. Yeah, we're, we're gonna see right through that crap. 
Yeah, because that one smells like weed and that one's definitely drunk. Right. Who was driving you? What's the lipstick? How'd you get here? <laughs> Is that body glitter? Who rubbed that on you? <laughs> was it Megan? Don't tell me it was Megan. Uh, all right. Uh, what are you, the <laughs> podcast? I don't, I don't know how to transition out of the porn talk. Finishing the year strong. Finishing the year strong. All right. <laughs> it wouldn't be the podcast if we didn't talk some food. Holiday food, parties, dips, turkeys, hams. What's everybody looking forward to? I was on the fence about bringing a giant donut in today from Pike Place. I decided not to. Not for your guys' sake, but because my stomach was hurting, I had to head home early. But uh, as far as food for the holidays, dude, I'm, it's not to butter you up. I know my invite's already in the mail, but the, the Ted Smith birthday party, Christmas Eve, that's definitely one of my favorite holiday feasts. Nice. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to the sausage dip, I assume. Yeah, that's my move, dude. You know, I just lurk near the dip. Dunk, have you had the dip? I have. Yeah, I have had the dip. Legendary. I think you've made it. Um, so this will be year five or six that we do our uh, New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. And you've, you've done the dip a couple of those times, too. Nice. Yeah. The Barnes can make fun of us for our pizza decisions. <laughs> I was making fun of us last year. We, we always get this, like, rosemary chicken one with onions on it and stuff. And, and potatoes. It's like, yeah, potatoes. That's the first ingredient you think about when you think about pizza. Potatoes. Uh, but we got that one and just a regular pepperoni. And I remember last year, I'm really high, pretty drunk, and I'm eating the pepperoni <laughs> one, and I'm like, God damn it, the pepperoni is better. <laughs> it is. We just like that specialty one, and we've got it so many years in a row. But then Barnes showed up, and he's like, did you guys really just order this? We were like, yeah, why? And he's like, I was <laughs> tweeting about this today. Like, I love Pagliacci, but like, this is, this is insane. Barnes keeps it real, man. He does. Sometimes keeping it real can go wrong, though. Mm-hmm. Learn that from Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. What are you I, looking forward to for food? Honestly, I'm pumped to make everybody that uh, the the cracked out tater tot casserole again. Yeah, this is pretty damn good. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. That's what I'm most excited about. Also, oh, hosting at right. your new you place guys, this year, a little more room. Yeah, you guys were there the week before. Week before you made them, right? Because I had you guys over on Sunday, and then I made those tots and things like that Thursday or that Friday. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and then. Uh, also, we're, we were talking about waffles and uh, pancakes last week. Mm-hmm. So I've been obsessed with French toast. So I always go get brunch on Christmas Day. Oh, so I've been nice. scouting it out. I'm like, man, I'm getting f-ing French toast. Do you know where yet? I do. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to ask you where about Did you hear your tree? No. What's going on uh, with that, man? Oh. You uh, got that van if you need it. You literally, uh, Rowan went to go pick one up for uh, um for a friend of his, and uh, he, they just take the tree, literally open the back doors, and just chuck it in there. Yeah. Like van, boom, one and done. Game on. So anyway, if you need, you let me know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that French toast. Then I honestly, oh, and then I'm looking forward to having a piece of cold pizza on Christmas Day. It's been a while since I've had leftover pizza in the fridge. <laughs> Matt? Uh, I was just thinking about how uh, we didn't go there, but I found out there's a place in Ballard that has a French toast waffle. For brunch. What is it called? The French Toast Waffle. No, the place. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Can't fake that kind of stupidity. (laughs) You kind of were like, uh, a French Toast Waffle? Duh. I do not remember the name of the establishment. I just know where it is. All right, all right. Wait, so is it a piece of French toast pressed in a waffle iron? Yes, I think so. I don't know. Nice. Have you seen what nice. the people do with the bacon in the waffles? No. 
So you pour like the the waffle batter in there, and then you lay bacon in there. So when the waffle's done, it's got like bacon cooked in and just sticking out the sides. Oh, Almost nice. looks like a turtle. I feel mics. like that would be good to use like in a waffle sandwich. We're using the waffle as bread, like some people places do with. Uh, what can, place does that? Nate's does it with the wings and at the wings and waffles place. But yeah, that'd be a good one. Just sounds like a McGriddle, right? Yeah. No? Well, no, McGriddle's pancakes. pancakes, though. Yeah, pancakes. but same thing. It's like you got the two sweets that are are the bread, with and then the you savory. put like egg and bacon. Yeah. Well, therein lies the question: Are they the same thing? The pancake and the waffle? That's what we were talking about last week. People have really picked sides in this. Oh, I know. Get some emails. Yeah, don't screw it up. I actually, I actually had this debate uh, with some friends back home, actually, right. and uh, and I'm on on the stance that yes, they are the same. Oh. It's just in a different shape. But I know the it's the, I know people are screaming. People different. are screaming right now. Yeah, the guy to my left screaming right now. I think they're the same. You know what, man? She's right. You're a heartless son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just blindsided me with that dunk. You just did that <laughs> girl Christmas. a big favor. God, they're the same thing. Different one's, shape. One's soggy and weak. They both get soggy <laughs> and weak once you pour syrup on them. Belgium. No, dude, one's Sturdy. there for you in a crunch. <laughs> like, I did I not say after a breakup, his girl could have some pancakes, but waffles? Like, come on, dude, too prissy. But for them to be called the same thing, Ted, I think it's one thing we can agree on. They are not. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Damn it, Dunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing Mixing by my decision. Up. They're the same. So, like, if I gave you, like, one waffle, one pancake... And then one more waffle on top, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference? No, I would. They have different <laughs> texture. They have different texture, but it's the same thing. It's just batter and butter and syrup. Different but types batters of batter. are different. I mean, is it Are co- they, though? Yes. Also, shape affects mouthfeel and ability to hold condiments. That's that's what sets a waffle apart. Or did we, wait, we, were, we weren't calling them condiments. What were we calling for all the, like, accoutrements? Accoutrements. That's what it was? Okay, yeah. cool. I can't say a word, but. Ted would want to go with the French one with this whole waffle love. Yeah, man. Unless waffles are Belgian. Uh, don't they, they are Belgian. They definitely are. <laughs> and there's something specifically that makes it Belgium that I don't know. And it's something tiny. Like, well, if it has this grain, now it's a Belgian waffle. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, sorry. I, I'm suddenly, <laughs> well, Dunk, if it's the same thing, why don't they serve pancakes with fried chicken? You got me. I don't know. Because they're not the same thing. To handle it. It's not the same thing. Okay. All right, you win. <laughs> But you don't. So, <laughs> oh, 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 Mr. He Never Fights. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So I guess it comes down to what's the definition of a fight, really. You know what I mean? Like, is it the classic Seattle passive-aggressive comment, you know, taken out of context as he rolls out the door? Or is it, like, you know, an adversarial confrontation? So that's the thing. It's like, what you, what level did they hit? Where it wasn't yet qualified as a fight in his mind, or are they the same thing? I think that's more opinion based, isn't it? Like we, like I can have my my definition of a fight, and you have mm-hmm. yours. That's what I'm saying. That and that's so I think that I can also relate to pancakes and waffles. I have my definition of a pancake and waffle. You have yours. I think they're the same thing. Well, there I might have to disagree with you. I think a fight is is a level of degree, you know, on a spectrum. But with a pancake or a waffle. Do they both have their own entry in the dictionary? I would submit they do. I kind of equate it to... Uh, do they both have their own spot on the menu? I would, sub- quit. I would submit they do. They do. <laughs> do, they do. Wait a minute. Before, do they both like have their pan- own house ofs? Yes. Pancake and waffle is like, is like hard shell taco versus soft shell taco. It's still a taco. 
Oh, because a pancake you can that. you can fold it like that soft shell, and the the waffle is more of the hard shell. It's gonna keep its shape. Ted. Uh, yeah, that's a solid point. All right, you're right. Tacos are tacos, but there's soft shell, there's hard shell, there's corn, there's flour. I like a small corn. You know, but I'm a waffle guy. I prefer structure. I, I was hoping to prove you wrong and be like, actually, Dunk, there's two different ingredients, but I think you're right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they both contain eggs, flour, and leavening. Surf Bottom line, they're both delicious. I love them both. Oh, see? Their Belgian waffles have different stuff. <sighs> yeah, uh, man, I don't know. It just seems... Like, it just wreck your world. It's like the whole it hot did. dog and sandwich thing. You know, that's what that reminds me of. Well, that and was a, a judge stupid argument on that. because hot dogs are a taco. <laughs> well, a judge did rule that a hot dog was a sandwich. Yeah, but he I didn't have the option. I was a Supreme Court judge, actually. I looked that up. I want to say it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But she didn't have the option of taco. Like, isn't a hot dog really just a big American taco? Hmm. It opens this way. Mm-hmm. There's meat in the middle. Flour. Flour unwrapped. Yeah. Dunk, I don't know, man. Yeah, it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth I, Bader Ginsburg rules that hot dogs are sandwiches. Can't argue with that. Uh, going Circling back to having weird foods on like a donut or what were we talking about, like waffle sandwiches? When we were in Dallas, we did split a funnel cake queso bacon cheeseburger at the oh, Dallas State Fair. Wow. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> and I'm still get getting it. goosebumps because that queso was so hot and it just poured on my hand like lava. <laughs> yeah, queso is an underrated food. You don't see a lot of good queso up in the Northwest. But mm-hmm. uh, that place on Queen Anne is awesome queso, uh, Laredo's. Yeah, queso is one of those things too. Like, I kind of got used to, like as a kid to go on just kind of random chain at the best Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. So queso was always just like nacho cheese. If you go to like a fancy Mexican restaurant or just a proper one, like you, you get some really good queso. Yeah, that's real. I like Qdoba's queso, but when I went down to Austin, that was on a whole different level. Like, so the guy who owns Laredo's is from Austin. Oh, That's okay. why I like their queso. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, we're looking forward to food, holiday traditions. think we're all good. Let's read some emails. Were the mics on when you were talking about getting roasted backstage for talking about food in front of talent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I started the podcast, right? right. Where he was like, you owe me dinner, dude. (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Athletic wear in public. Uh Dear gentlemen. Hang on. on. Where do you think the level is of wearing athletic gear in public? That's acceptable. Athleisure. At leisure, at leisure, at leisure, yeah, at leisure—the new, new sort of fashion trend. Always in the morning, usually when I'm uh, hungover, going for pho, uh, <laughs> for sure, because I just want comfort. I'm not wearing jeans at that point. What's the nicest restaurant you would wear at leisure to? Ooh, I don't think I'd go to a nice restaurant wearing nicest. Athleisure. It's nicest a spectrum. Nicest, because mm. you obviously would go to a restaurant. I went to pho. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you could wear sweatpants, sorry, to a chain restaurant. Yeah, I'd, I'd do chain, but I'm not thinking chain restaurant as nice restaurant. I'm not, I'm not going to the Applebee's, you know, thinking like, oh, this is, I saved up all week for this. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, right, but I'm just saying, like, that to me is a level, like, you can still go to, right? like, a chain for restaurant. Sure. But for you're sure. right, you're not going to go to, like, Ruth Chris or the Met. I don't know, man. Ruth Chris is a chain. Ruth Chris is a chain. I actually, and I, I've seen people wear sweats in there. I think really? <laughs> Cobb, we actually, 
a long time ago, we were discussing during like restaurant week going to uh, what's that right before the the Dude, Fremont it's, Bridge. It's the dream, man. Okay, Canless. Yeah, Canless. Yes, that's the only restaurant in Seattle that requires a jacket. Yeah, and yep. we were our plan was to get two volcanoes, you know, those vaporizers, and we wanted to do. You guys have heard of a Jamaican hot box, right? Yeah, in the shower. Yeah, so Love the shower it. running, whatever. We wanted to do a Hawaiian hot box. So uh, Duncan and I lived at this little house that was like on the on the opposite side of that bridge, ninety nine. You lived at the barracks. Yeah, just oh. for a little bit, just oh. for a little bit. And so, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's almost like I always forget. Like, oh yeah, you guys don't know each other, but you both live there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. live there too. Yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> a lot of memories. Yeah. If those walls could talk, right? God damn. <laughs> we just lost it from like our like immediate friend circle of anyone that I know specifically. Like maybe three months ago, AC and I were discussing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we lived there, and it was only like what half a mile walk to the nicest restaurant in Seattle, arguably the nicest, Camless. They have a black coat thing. So anyway, um, we wanted to do a Hawaiian hot box, which was basically you take one of those volcano vaporizers. Actually, we were going to get two of them, put them in our bathroom, pile a bunch of weed on them, no bag, just turn them on and let them just plume like two volcanoes, fit as many people in there as we can, turn the shower on super hot and just let it just steam, feel the smells, tastes of Hawaii, get super baked, and then go to canless sweatpants but with jackets. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it never happened. No, just a dream. But I'm, I'm saying, like, sweatpants are so fashionable. My whole thing is if it's got a big, thick thick taper at the bottom, and there's, like, some design or something, like, I think you can get away with wearing sweatpants a lot of places. I agree a lot of places. I just like to know where people's limits are. Yeah? For me, like I said, it falls somewhere between Outback Steakhouse and um, what the hell is the place in, uh, in Westlake Center? It's like an Asian chain restaurant. Ding yeah, Tai Fun? No, not did Typhon. What? P.F. Chang's. Yes, falls somewhere in there for me. All right. I'm pretty Talon sure. Talon said Olive Garden for him. Did yeah. I, was I wearing sweatpants when I went to P.F. Chang's last time? I'd wear sweatpants in there. I wear sweatpants a lot You're of places. always wearing sweatpants. Yeah. There's not very many places. Wow. There's not very many. Buy some fucking jeans, man. <laughs> it's breakup season. Better act up. <laughs> Pay attention. Better <laughs> straighten up. Yeah, there's not very many places that I would go in my day-to-day life that I wouldn't wear sweatpants and a cutoff into. Um, but, like, if I know I'm going somewhere like a Ruth's Chris or something, you know, I'll put on jeans and a V-neck or something. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. All these places that we keep talking about, I think, are the only place I've been turned away from because they're like, look, you can't come in here with those basketball shorts. No cargo pockets, buddy. No, I was basketball <laughs> shorts. Um, and it was the parlor uh, in Bellevue. Bellevue? Yeah, which I like them. They're a great establishment. Yeah. No sweat. You know, I, and I even understood back then. I was more of a punk ass back then, too. But the, And the guy like even said, like, those aren't even Jordans. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like, right? Ouch, dude, insult right? to injury? Yeah, he's like, I turned away just said a no. lot more expensive pair of basketball shirts last week, dude. <laughs> damn. So, damn, dude, all right. Yeah. We just got this off-the-rack nonsense. Yeah. Were you shopping at Fred Meyer? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yes. It's great. So, Dunk, your limit? Nicest restaurant? I'd say, I'd say the limit would be the keg. The keg steakhouse? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't wear sweats into the keg. Okay. Dear gentlemen, regarding the cop topic, my rule of thumb on dressing decently at restaurants is based on whether you might call a place a family restaurant and see children there. If people would take their kids, wear whatever you want. Kids usually, did I do this one last week? 
No, I think so. Right. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I read them on my phone, and so I don't know if I've said them or not. Uh, kids usually don't dress well or have good table manners, so you're probably not going to offend any, any people by wearing sweatpants. Also, thank you guys for hosting such a great get-together. The food was really damn good. The beer selection was solid, and you guys were outstanding hosts. It's great to finally get uh, get to one of these listening or after listening for so many years. Also, Ted, totally offering you, uh, you sweet tickets to a Sounders game next season. Looking forward to another year, Chris or Christian. Nice. Oh, nice. I remember Christian. Yeah, man. Or Chris. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, the forum. I got to give them love again, man. They they took uh, great care of us. And that food was great. Yeah, yeah, they did an awesome job. Dunk. I I call the guy right, and it's not it's not like a back room. It's like a separated little area. Okay. So then they were like, "What's your budget?" And I, because I'm asking about the food, and I go, "Here's my budget." And they go, "Do you trust us?" And I was like, "Yeah." So they brought out like <laughs> quesadilla, these mini little juicy Lucy sliders, uh, hmm. like oh, pretzel those, sticks, those sliders. Because you've been talking about those all night. Yeah, dude, they were that good. <laughs> I did. They showed up in a dream the other day. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, it was an awkward dream because like I had to be somewhere, but I was like, "No, we're eating these sliders." <laughs> I have some weird dreams. <laughs> Slarders! Well, I watched part of Beavis and Butthead do America the other day, and then I had a dream that I was at a cabin eating mushrooms, but Robin, the producer from the men's room, was there. And I was like, Robin, what are you doing? The next day, I was like, I don't know what you're doing there, but you're eating mushrooms with us. She was like, all right, that's a weird one. <laughs> Good sliders, though. <laughs> <laughs> to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the land. land. Just wanted to say thank you for setting up a fun little gathering for us to meet up. I had a great time getting to meet other listeners, but more importantly, uh, to meet Mr. Cobb and the CEO MCDP and seeing the man, the Ted Smith, again. You guys seem like a, a great bunch of dudes, and that proved to be correct on Saturday. I look forward to the next time I get the opportunity to chill with you and your listeners. Maybe next time we can indulge in some extracurricular activities. Uh, thanks again for being so welcoming and giving us the opportunity to have a more intimate setting to know and be known. LARP on, Chauncey. Oh, thanks, yeah, dude. We read that one last week. We did. And he meant weed with the extra. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because we had the whole conversation. Well, I was like, wait a minute. How many people are saying extracurricular? To talking us? about yeah, <laughs> fellas. Been listening to the cast for about a year now. Always wanted to email in, but I've always been a bit behind in the episodes. For me, at the drive-ins, metronome arthritis uh, has always been a song that gave me chills. I believe the end of the song portrays panic perfectly. The lyrics: "What is forensic? What is forensics? Finds the answer. What is they stole my fingerprints." Show someone in a panic. Also, uh, the music behind is choppy. It just makes my heart rate climb. I'm sure you guys know the song. Uh, if not, you can pull the, up the video on YouTube. Anyway, I appreciate the work you guys put into the cast. All the land. All Philly the Jim. Land. I actually looked that up I, when he emailed us. It he said awesome. all the land. He threw me off there. Yeah, I, I know. Need, I don't need to echo all the land. <laughs> Cheers to the greatest podcast on all the land. All, all the, the land. land. So, two things really quick. <laughs> First of all, your waffle pancake talk was killing me since I'm trying to eat healthy, but it reminded me of a hole uh, in the wall breakfast joint in Bellingham called the Mount Bakery. Oh. Yes. Good good spot. Yes. Uh, where they feature uh, an eggs benedict on a sourdough Belgian waffle smothers, smothered in hollandaise sauce uh, with uh, a huge pile of home fries that is to die for. So damn good. I miss living up there for that alone. Second, if hot girls want to stop wearing yoga pants, that's okay, as long as they go back to some tight-ass jeans. Don't know why, but I'll take jeans on a hot girl over yoga pants any day. My wife wears both, and I prefer her in jeans. Just saying. Anyway, keep up the awesome work. I look forward to my weekly hour listening to you guys, and enjoy your company. Jesse, the body. <laughs> you know what, man? That's a tough one. Because jeans are definitely awesome, but I do like yoga pants on girls. I don't know if I'd say I like one more than the other. Yeah. I, I will say this. 
And granted, this shows where I'm from and the area I grew up in. But I just wish more women women wore <laughs> jean shorts in the summertime. Yep. Dude, here's the thing. Okay. I feel like there's a couple layers to this. I'm, I'm with with, with athletic pants. The thing that I always liked, and maybe this is just a weird personal quirk, but when I was in high school, a lot of girls would wear like almost your standard athletic pants, but with the top rolled down. Oh, oh yeah. So they're short? Yeah. Okay. Pretty hot, right? The question is why? Because they weren't super tight. I think it was because they look like they could fall off maybe at any moment. 100%. Okay. So that's that's one piece of it. Wait, what was the other thing you said? Jean shorts? Oh, yeah. Okay, so jean shorts. So I was v- very pro-jean shorts, and I liked that phase in fashion when it got to, like, wearing uh, the super tiny shorts. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, like pockets hanging out? Yeah. Wasn't there or, a Janet Jackson well, so, poster in those where it, some guy was covering up her boobs? It was like a mini skirt yeah. era for a second, too. Like, super, super small shorts where it was, like, probably, like, five inches from from belt loops to the bottom. Then we had the pockets coming out the bottom, also a good phase. But now we've entered a phase that I'm not about, which is the high-waisted, like, wedgie shorts. That's a hard pass from your boy. I go with the tiny shorts yep. every time. See, I like the high-waisted ones because it, it makes more women look like they have butts. And I'm being nice. It makes more white women look like they have curves. Well, I think I think the high waisted jeans are more from you know your era. The, that that's like the mid yeah. the mid '90s, early '90s sort of thing with with the full jean, and it's it's the '90s jeans. It comes all the way up. And yeah, I mean, ride high on the hips. Right. If I was going to dress a girl right, she'd have a certain body type, and she'd be in <laughs> jean shorts, like a guest sweatshirt, and a gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait all for the, the jean day. shorts high waisted. I don't know, dude. She's wearing that sweatshirt. Are they covering her belly button or aren't they? She's you wearing the sweatshirt. Right. Are you pull up the sweatshirt. sweatshirt off, Ted. You're yeah. I don't this know. Out. It's midnight. You've had a couple course lights. You pull the sweatshirt up. Do you see a belly button or not, Ted? You know what? She's hot. She's not wearing the high-waisted ones. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hot. Sorry, sorry. Now I just so went against it. I like the high for not hot girls no, that want to trick us. I'm back at like, high- Decepticons. Mm, mm. I've had a couple beers here. I like high. She's wearing high waisted. Right? <laughs> are you know, even man. an ass man, Ted? <laughs> are she, you even an ass man? I know she's wearing. Just say Air Force. it. You like boobs. <laughs> she's wearing Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm 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 a simple man. I like sundress season. Hot Love. girls in sundress. That. Oh, but see, I think that sundresses too. are too flattering. Too flattering. Like really? I'd rather take a bundled up girl over the winter that might be hiding something than I feel like sundresses just make them all look hot. Sundresses also, also correlates with the best time to break up with a woman, apparently. Yep, and the <laughs> thing is with sundresses, Ted, it's not like like either of us are like hooking up with every girl we see. You know what I mean? You get to then like you know enjoy the forest rather than a single tree. You get to enjoy all of their beauty and vibrance and and elegance and divine femininity. You know? Yeah, and sometimes too, just when it gets to sundress season, like I'm just so happy to see skin. Yeah, for real, it's like, dude. God, that chick's hot. It's like she's not hot. She's Forget in how a dress. Hot shoulders are. <laughs> right? Like I was like, dude, is that her back? Dude, in Boston, we called it skirt day every year. The all of a sudden it would go from like winter gross weather to just like boom, eighty degrees. I don't know if they have some sort of like you know the Amber Alert where you send out a text message to everybody. The girls have some sort of weird code system like that, and I swear to you, every single girl on campus by midday skirt. That should be the real Amber Alert. <laughs> oh my god productivity just took a dive bomb skin day skin, skirt day <laughs> dude one of our mutual friends sent me the hashtag blessed but b-l-e-s-t today just lost it it's really good um we got time for one more yeah sure Cobb, friend what a great time the get together was incredible 
From an introvert, you three made it so easy to feel comfortable. Plus, the rest of the listeners were amazing too. What a great group of genuine fun people. Ted is so awesome and considerate. Matt and Tyler are just cool. And you are so pensive and attentive. I don't know that pensive is a positive, but I like it. I'll take it. Uh, I enjoyed my conversations with each of you. Uh, You truly are beautiful people from the inside out. You had uh, some kick-ass glasses and really nice teeth. I love that you live in a micro-apartment. I've been working hard to prioritize and simplify my life. Maybe the 2019 motto? Simplify. Anyways, I hope I don't have to wait another year to see you all again. I'm totally open to the festival at my place. It's secluded, and I know some (laughs) bands we could get uh, and make it a whole thing. Maybe around our Apple Harvest Festival, or the Lager Jubilee in Morton. Or you guys come down for a winter getaway. White Pass isn't too far from us, and it's a great place for skiing and snowboarding. Not as snooty as Crystal, and much better snow than Snoqualmie. Stay awesome. XOXO, Dom. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm still all about the river float. The river float. I got to say, Dom, also, again, thanks for the squatty potty, and the the sweet treats were delicious. I had to hold on to them for a week, but I got into them. Oh, yeah. I passed them out, and people at work were blown away. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, river float is a good idea. We got to organize something in the summer. We got options. Staring at Matt. So I'm like, me and you, we're on this. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that when summer's a little closer. But yeah. Put it's a pin be, in that. It's going to be mid-July. We're going to be smoking a spliff about to jump in Lake Sammamish. We're like, were we supposed to do something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Matt. What's been- Fire up the jet ski. Let's go. <laughs> By the way, going back to holiday food, like I know your pops must cook. What's he cook? Like a prime rib or something? Man, um, I feel like it's different every year. All right. I don't know. There's not really. Mitch a, doesn't like to be predictable. There's not really a. I think we do more ham actually than anything. Classic. Um, honey baked. Yeah. Oh, the best. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. So I shouldn't say that. The heavenly hams are delicious too. Just honey baked. I think is what those I grew have up taken with. over for Christmas. It, they also do Easter. Um, as well. Dude, right. they also have a turkey that's pretty good. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Is they've... it baked with honey, too, or is it a different? Yeah, you know how, like, the honey-baked ham has that standard, like, just the, the sweetness and everything that's crispy, like, on the outside? Yeah. So they do the same thing with, like, a roll of tur- like a turkey loaf. Wow. <laughs> oh, it is so good. And the next day, cold, boom, boom, little sandwich. Good to go. God, every week I do this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, already getting I, I'm pretty sure like half the episodes of 2018 in the description where I just pick three things that we talk about, like 50% or more of them have food in the description. It's like yeah. this week we talk about da, 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 pizza, food. burgers, yeah. donuts. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you, you know, make a pizza burger donut. Yeah. We also record at like 630, which basically like everyone's getting hungry for dinner. You know, it's right around that time. We're probably was- usually all eating during this time. Well, it, it, Talon was like, you got to buy me dinner for talking about that much food. I go... I said, dude, I was I was right there with you. I was on a 24-hour fast. And then he kind of looked at me. I was like, all right, all right. You were, like, cutting weight for weeks. But saying I was hungry too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not the only one in the struggle. <laughs> right? Like, keep it real, man. Uh, all right, we good on emails? Yeah. All right. Hey, hey what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt hey, hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out with what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Well, I had a good weekend. It was pretty chill and relaxing. Um, and my girlfriend was up in Alaska all of last week for work, so 
Um, Super relaxing weekend. So Saturday night I picked her up. Yeah. Well, Friday I didn't do. Actually, I could Friday finally I did go out. relax. Man, I was just thinking about how I didn't do anything but clean on Saturday. But Friday was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I went up and saw uh, the bounty. He had just uh, it was just an exciting time for him. So I wanted to hang out with him, grab some dinner, and then met up with Lance. And we went over to Josh's. Josh was asleep. Nolan and Kayla were over. To, these are all our friends, but they're all really awesome people. And so, Wait, was this on Friday or Saturday? Friday night. So Friday oh. night, Lance and I ended up at Josh's. Josh was throwing a party Saturday night, right. which neither one of us made it to. But we were there Friday night. Josh never got out of bed because he was sleeping, and Josh is pretty runs on very little sleep. So it was like, hey, let's let him sleep here. We're not gonna, you know, drag him out. He's got a big party tomorrow night. So we just played crib and hung out. Nolan, Josh's roommate, and his girlfriend Kayla were there, and you know we just had a nice little night. And then, um, but super chill. It wasn't like I would imagine that party was the next night. Um, and then, did he invite you, or did you guys just go over there? Yeah, he invited us, but then, then he told he told me to call him after I met up with Lance. But then he texted Lance, so I figured we were good. But I never called him, which might have served as a wake up. And then I was like, well. I mean, we went in and said what's up, and he chose to knock it out of bed because he was just really tired, so we just let him sleep. But it was fun. Yeah, was yeah. Cool sorry. I'm there. just asking because I'm, I'm like, I was like, does I he know? know? Yeah. I was like, did he know? I mean, I know him. He probably wouldn't care either way. Yeah. But I was like, did he know you were coming He by? knew we were coming over. No one did not. No one was cool with it, though, obviously. But I also no know you, Lance, and no one. So, like, it could be three in the morning, you guys would like, yo, let's play some crib. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we left there like 3.30, and it felt really early for to be leaving that house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, usually it's getting light out. So um, that was a lot of fun. Um, Lance got a new crib board because he left his old one um, in Europe. And so he ordered a new one that was like custom made by this guy in Montana, and it was so sweet. And we got to play the first game on him, and it came down to the wire. It was an exciting game. So... Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Saturday, I just cleaned the apartment. Good God, it was it was a disaster because, like I said, she was gone all week, and so uh, I just had like the remnants of the entire week just exploded all over the place. And then I wait, it was your stuff or her stuff? My stuff, just oh. everywhere. Um, so you had it like I got you. Yeah, thrown back in your face in a way. What do you mean? Just like seeing the reflect, you know, like the reflection of like, oh dang, this is how much like. Uh, what's it called? Like deterioration I'm causing here. This is what happens. Not- in my- no, I. I mean, I just knew like, oh, Tyler's not here. I can just throw shit wherever. Oh, I got you. So, so you took just, it as a license. I was just living it up, and then I was like, cool, I'll clean up today. I don't have anything in my schedule, and like, you know, like straightened it up. But then I deep clean. I'm doing the floors, the shower, the toilet, the sink, all the stuff. Dude, I just, just cleaned like, my shower the other night. Just roll with nice that feeling. momentum. You just start with the yeah. giant pile of clothes on the couch, and then next thing you know, yeah, you're like swiffering and taking the prongs out of the stove, and it was just like, yeah, I just did it. I mean, it was a few hours probably because I'm not very efficient or good at cleaning. So, Well, it's like going to the gym. It's, as soon as you get there, as soon as you start doing it, then you just go and go and go and go. Exactly. You just kickstart the momentum, start with something you can, you know you can do, and then you just keep running with it. And, yeah, it's just exactly – that's exactly what it felt like. It was like, man, this is, this is how I am on days where I don't really want to work out. As soon as I get in the gym, it's like, oh, damn, and then an hour goes by. And yeah, I listened to the new Woodshed album three times. And I was like, oh, damn, that was the third time I've heard this song. Like, I've been doing this for a while, but it was fun. I was 
obviously taking breaks to smoke spliffs and you know just get like yeah so i was pretty high but it was it's a great way to spend a saturday and then she came home we had an awesome time sunday went to the farmer's market with ian and erica another couple that we're friends with but we haven't actually hung out with oh, for, ian. for a really long time yeah i love ian Ian, <clears throat> we talking about the same ian that works with us here no from devil sent me down oh my bad uh, sorry. The yeah. other Ian. Sorry, other Ian. <laughs> Metal shop Ian? Yeah. Yeah, he's the coolest. Yeah. But we were not hanging out with him. Although I think his girlfriend's in town right now. Yeah, and I clearly <laughs> don't know her name, so I just assumed that was her name. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we went to the farmer's market. It's super cool. We walked by a place that had French toast waffles but didn't go there. But now I know that that's a few blocks away from me. So it's in the crosshairs. Get it. Yeah. Pretty pumped. So that's it, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. I, said, I don't know why I said, yeah, he's looking at his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. That's it, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good weekend. <laughs> well, I did kind of the same thing, right? Because I went out Friday night uh, with the mayor and then met up with my buddy Calvin and his friends. One of the girls was British, liked to smoke spliff, so we hit it off. What? Yeah. Love that. She were was an you, Arsenal fan. Were you doing your British accent? Did, and did no, you do all the I was time? smart enough not to. Okay, good. Because yeah. I was going to say you do it enough that, but if you did that and then you tried to be like, oh, I do this all the time, she wouldn't buy it. So. No, no, no. Right. And I, I know that story about Rowan and the guy. That's what I was about yeah. to say. I watched that exact situation play out and it was the most painful, cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. No, it was person. more like, where are you from? <laughs> she, I was like, oh, I'm an Arsenal fan. Is it Tim? She's like, it's not how you say it. <sighs> all right. Uh, like, so I'm not getting laid then? <laughs> yeah, but Sunday, or Saturday, I just kind of waited around, then went to Asado, went to the fights. But then Sunday, I did the same thing. Like, I literally was waiting for my couch, and I was like, while there's no furniture in here, I was like, be a grown-up. Fucking vacuum your house and blah, blah, blah. Nice. Yeah, vacuuming's the only thing I didn't do because we're getting a high-powered one for Christmas, and our current one's a piece of what shit. What kind of getting? So, Dyson something or other? You know, I'm a Bissell man. Wow, okay. Well, it was on sale on Black Friday, so... Yeah, so fuck you, Ted. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not that hostile about the vacuum situation. I'm just kidding. I actually have been asking Ted if I could borrow his vacuum because I have zero vacuums. So I'm sorry for what I said about the Bissell dog. Now, is yours a pretty portable vacuum that Cobb could easily transport, or is it a big, bulky thing? I'm stronger than I look. Well, I'm asking Ted the question. Cause... I mean, to me, it seems like an able-bodied male. Well. <laughs> ours is going to be hung on the wall. No, like, no. All super right. Super lightweight. I mean, you could walk it from my house back to Capitol Hill if you wanted to, Cobb. That's Here's the thing, man. I'm I'm 31 years of blood, sweat, and tears, man. I'll be able to haul any any vacuum, but I do like that. Yeah. Just saying, we don't have it yet. I don't know why I'm getting fired up, Dunk. Like like I'm like, wait a minute, no, no, no you got to use my vacuum. He's borrowing my vacuum. <laughs> I know it's reverse psychology. I'm trying to help Cobb out over here. Hey, look, guys, I got 64 square feet of floor space. I can do half on one, half on the other. You I know, mean, a lot of room to run in there. 64 in the square feet. I mean, we're talking three, you know, three good swipes with a Bissell. You're good to go. It's gonna Damn. look like a fucking lawn in there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get those MLB lines. Yeah, oh, you know, that's, that's what my I dream want. Job, Matt. What do you got? I don't even have it. What yet. can you do for me? Talk to me on the 26th. Oh, so if you want your place clean before Christmas. <laughs> Are you offering to let him use your vacuum, Ted? Yeah, I mean, I have before. I'm accepting offers. Dude, I'm just shopping the vacuum borrowing market. Okay. No. Might ask Taryn if she's got a vacuum. Might ask Dunk how his vacuum situation is. You can go up to Stanwood <laughs> to borrow a vacuum, Cobb? Might knock on my neighbor's door, man. Time is know. money. Dunk's only in town. 
He's just taking his parents' vacuum? No way. <laughs> but I have a vacuum at home. Yes, I you do. You have your own vacuum? Yes, I do. Well, no, at your home home. At my home home. I thought you back meant, in like, California. Yes, you visit, I have a vacuum. You're like, I got to keep a separate <laughs> vacuum in my bedroom, Mom. <laughs> I got vacuums everywhere. <laughs> I told you not I to got bother a secret me while vacuum I'm cleaning my room, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to use that vacuum, uh, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in your, your high school basement for <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 years. Don't check the vanity. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, cleaning that filter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's about that time. Boom, 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 boom. topic. Oh, topic. Dude, I'm... All right, I'm torn. Do you guys want a weird one or a helpful one? Weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> we gotta go weird. Okay. Well, then just the helpful one, feel free to email in because I think it will help us next... Uh, what, next podcast in three weeks or whatever? Because yeah. it'll be the beginning of the year so we can talk. That one is, what is your 2019 recommendation for the year? Just let us know so we can throw it out. All right. The weird one is... I'll tell you what it is. Get balls deep. <laughs> Sorry. That was aggressive. Focus. <laughs> oh, I am? Damn. <laughs> well, that bleeds right into my other question, which is, what was your weirdest phase in high school? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> for Ted, it was the get balls deep phase. <laughs> Respect that. Uh <laughs> You know, people go through faces as they go through high school. They got blue hair. Ooh, oh, they got, I got one. They, you I got know, one. whatever. They, they decide to be super into drama uh, or pretend they're into Harry Potter playing Quidditch. What is the weirdest, weirdest? phase oh, man, my weirdest you went through in high school? Dark. It could be one week. It could be a month. It could be a year. It could be your entire high school career. This was probably a year's worth of phase. But um, I, <laughs> I did the, uh, like, straight brim hat off to the side with the tag underneath the, the brim. Uh, but whatever hat I was wearing, I would match that color scheme to fake Claire Diamond studs in my ears with f- the laces to my shoes, like it, w- like tall tees. Wow, the whole thing. Tall tees, yeah. I remember when those hit. You probably got to finger a lot of chicks, right? <laughs> <laughs> they used to call them finger blasts. <laughs> OFB? Oh, it was a terrible time. I wish I still had that ID, though. I, I really wish I did. Paul Paul can vouch for it, and Hank has seen it, too. Yeah, I, I don't have it anymore, though. Dude, so, like, full-on, what was the term they had? Like, a wankster? Want to be yeah. a gangster? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think the worst one for me was, like, eighth grade into freshman year. I was really into boys to men, and I had a selection of sweater vests. But like white, like long, like come to. So I mean, it'd be hot as hell, and I would wear like a, God, what was that store? Like an Abercrombie long T-shirt and a sweater vest. <sighs> Sweating. Wouldn't yeah. they do that with like red bow ties and? Stuff? Yeah, they were classier. Yeah. But yeah, I think sweater vest was an odd one. And then I remember, I had that hair in my second eighth grade year, where you like shaved up underneath <laughs> and it like flopped over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? And I literally had one freshman football or two freshman football practice with all that hair under my helmet. And then I started getting a buzz cut the next day. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough haircut. I rocked but the bowl was, cut for a while. It was super cool when I like we thought we were like surfers, but like I had never been on a surfboard in my life. I lived in PG County. <laughs> yeah. It was a look. Uh, huh? Um well when Ted said the bulls deep phase, or you said it about Ted. <laughs> I had a bulls out phase freshman year where I probably showed over like a, I mean, into the hundreds of people my balls because word got out that I had big balls and was showing them to people because I thought it was hilarious and yeah it was. It was just, your party trick? Yeah, 
I mean, in the, the hallways, at football games, like in class, we took a picture in class one time that got developed and like someone was running around at a football game and a cop heard about it and asked me and I had to deny it. Luckily, he didn't have any physical evidence. But yeah, it was a whole thing. Like So much better. I thought you were saying that. Yeah. I thought you were like, then I had to show him to the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Son, let me they, see those things. They perpetuate that joke in Angry Boys uh, where, they, where they like try and have like a... a uh, he pulls his nuts out and he tries to get in every like family photo. And stuff oh really? Like that. Yeah. That's a, dude. Oh man. One time, one time we were at a we were at a summer camp that was of a religious uh, type. Bent. Yeah, and it was it was fun. We were all having a good time. And this was the disposable camera era, and there was just a disposable camera sitting out somewhere randomly by the clubhouse. So naturally, at fifteen or something. And my, my friend and I, I was like, dude, I think I should take a picture of my dick with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did, then I put it back, and I, don't, I have no idea what happened Matt's that. first DP. I feel, feel bad about it, sort of, but it's also hilarious, so I don't know. Dude, uh, that happened to me when I was living with those guys at Hopkins. They had their graduation. And then there was What this... do you mean by happened to you? He took a picture of his own dick. <laughs> so I did the same thing drunk and I didn't remember with a disposable camera. And then my buddy was okay. like, his, his mom, he was, they were like, hey man, you took a picture of your dick and my mom developed a film. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, no man, how do you know it's my dick? And he's like, <clears throat> like a tiny breakfast sausage on a bread of sprouts. <laughs> like that is your hairy penis. And I was like, oh my God. That's is. your dick. <laughs> That's your so been there, Matt. Been there. <laughs> I like how you say it happened to you. Like, oh, man, this terrible tragedy. Woe is me. Me taking photos of my nuts on some dude's disposable camera. It's and like, his mom developed it. Yeah. God damn, man. Dude, for me, the phase was, um, for a while, I was pretty into breakdancing. Break, shout out to breakdance.com. Basically the first website that I was a serious trafficker to. And uh, I got a piece of laminate. At my parents' house, that I would roll out to practice breakdancing before the school dances. But that's not the bad phase. Breakdancing, I feel like, is still pretty defensible. But the problem is to breakdance well, you need to have a little bit of – you need to have the ability to move. But you also – having slippery stuff on is helpful. So for some reason, I decided that a good idea would be to go to my high school dance with cop the puka shell necklace, beanie, and then like bright yellow like parachute pants – just to break dance like one or two songs. Yeah, it did not work out well. Did not have a great reputation in junior high. I mean, it's function over fashion. <laughs> I was like, tell me you like rolled into the dance on fucking Heelys. But you know your boy can win. You know your boy can windmill like a motherfucker. Dude, I'll tell you a stranger one. When I was like in fifth and sixth grade, I was a Browns fan. What? What? Yeah, there was some kid, Chad Medina. He went to our school. His family was from Cleveland. I was like, yeah, I'm a Browns fan now. Damn, dude. Yeah, I just am. wanted I'm, to be I'm, like Chad or what? Yeah, he was Chad like my buddy. Medina. I feel like he owns a car dealership now. <laughs> Come on into Chad Medina's <laughs> Chad Medina's <laughs> Chevrolet. I'm fully on that bandwagon. Oh, Absolutely. the Browns now? Yeah, oh, yeah. Bless them. Bless them. Yeah. Are they doing well? Baker Mayfield. So... <laughs> They're just winning a couple games, but like they were on hard knocks this year, so that's why I fell in uh, fell in love with that term. Bless him. What's his name? Uh, Jarvis Landry. That's like his thing. The wide receiver. Bless him. Bless I mean, him. We're going into week sixteen, and mathematically, they're not eliminated from the playoffs. And oh, Baker this is the best May- they've ever done. Baker I was say, Mayfield. When was the last time that happened, right? Baker Mayfield is a brash, brash jackass, and I love him. 
Like, I like that he talks ass all the time and everything else. Like, good. Was he the Oklahoma quarterback? Yeah, planted yeah. the flag at Ohio State. Back-to-back Heisman winners. Oklahoma. That's a good point. Yeah. Except the last one's going to go play baseball. Be smart. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, he's a stud. Make way more money, less injury risks. Right, longer, longer career. career yeah. yeah. The word I heard was... Um, <laughs> dude, I don't was... know if we're sports fans or just old now. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. The longer <laughs> career. <laughs> Pension, health care. <laughs> right. The economics. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have a family, but he needs to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Apparently, uh, Allen Iverson played high school football against uh, Michael Vick. and Iverson like, was a stud. That, yeah. Everybody says that he was better than Michael Vick at football, which is insane to I think about. And so just like as far as like, you know, making your pick, I feel like he made a great pick to go with basketball. And that area, the Tidewaters area with like Hampton and Norfolk. I mean, there's a bunch of great athletes that come out of there. Remember Aaron Brooks used to be a quarterback yeah. down in New Orleans? Yeah, oh, yeah Iverson yeah. was better than him, too. Is that Virginia? Where are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, like Norfolk, Virginia, Hampton Roads. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just remember. Was that like Allen Iverson? They were trying to charge him with a crime or whatever in that bowling alley thing. Was that AI? Yeah, that was. Dude, that was crazy, the man. Wild, yeah, because the governor then, uh, yeah, I want to say area. Douglas Wilder, finally cleared him of it. Yeah, wow. Obviously, yeah, it was, was a big crazy. deal in the D.C. area. Yeah, I bet. Well, because then he went to Georgetown. Yeah. <sighs> Had that amazing, was that Final Four against Ray Allen? Was it? Was yeah. that that? Yeah. Damn. Jesus Shuttlesworth? Jesus. Dude, my uh, greatest shooter of all time. My first swim meet ever Ooh. in college was against Georgetown, man. Of his Intimidating. time. Well, Ray Allen had a sweet stroke, but. Where are you going to go with Steph Curry now? I mean, I was going to go Bird. Oh. You're talking about for best, what, three point shooter? Just pure shot. Doesn't Ray Allen have the record for most threes in a career? No, I think it's Steph Curry. I, th- I think he already demolished it. Don't sweat it. it. Don't sweat yeah. it. We're going to go down some weird, yeah. weird path. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was like, don't do it. So this comes out Thursday, which will be the twentieth. Uh, we all, we, we will we, mm, we will not be back for three weeks because I'm not starting work again until the second. Is it three? Yep. Yeah. January. Yeah, we'll so be back. Christmas. January tenth. We'll release it again. Wow. Yeah. And by then we'll have a new national champion. Damn. Uh, you know I don't know if you guys have anything you want to say end of the year. Go ahead, Matt. Well, uh, you know, the usual stuff. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It means the world. And, I mean, thanks to you guys because I just always have a ton of fun. That's that's my favorite part. And then it just blows my mind when people say they listen to it. So thanks for listening because it's really awesome. I would say good cast, good year, long year for people. But I feel like we held true. We were pretty damn diligent. Put out some good episodes this year, some weak episodes this year. All in all. So it's a pretty solid ride. I love doing the cast with you guys. It was awesome getting to kick it with people at the party down in Tacoma. Um, I don't know. It's always a lot of fun, man. I feel like it's nice to have a space where there's no – we're not looking at phones or, like, you know, computer screens or whatever. We're just sitting talking. And I think that our society on some level is missing a little bit of that these days. And it's nice. It's like sitting having coffee with you guys or having tea or whatever and just sort of breaking bread, talking about what's going on in our lives – you know, sad stuff, funny stuff, political events, whatever. And it's nice to have a little bit of a, a salon or sphere in which to do that. Makes me feel very connected to both of you. And uh, it's always nice, fun having guests mix it up. Uh, Matt, you put a ton of work in behind the board, which is dope. It's much appreciated. Ted, you do a ton of work getting guests in here, making sure the whole thing happens and goes down. So thank you. Appreciate that too. The cast is dope. Thank you guys for listening. That's all I got to say.
Yeah, and I'll echo the same thing. Number one, thanks to everybody that listens. Uh, the listener party was awesome. Thanks for everybody coming out. And honestly, too, man, thank you guys for being cool. And that, that meant a lot to me that the waitress was like, no, like everybody in your your crew was cool. Like they all yeah. drank and tipped. And nobody got like blacked out, wasted. Like I, I very much appreciate that. And then other than that, man, I would just tell people like if you hear my voice now and you hear the end of it, like, man, have some fun. I don't know if it's eating something special or Christmas or – Maybe having an extra drink with one of your cousins. Obviously, I'm narrowing, saying stuff I would do, but you know, or taking a trip to a beach or something. Just like if you have time off, enjoy the break. Uh, if not, enjoy some college football. There'll be some random bowl games on, and then you know, you know, just, just enjoy it. Savor the holidays. Yeah, and let's be honest, it's gonna be dark, wet, and cold for the next couple of months. Man, so like, get this time People in. People are hearing this on the second shortest day of the year, or the shortest day of the year. Oh yeah, because it comes out on the twentieth. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, I'd be remiss if I didn't say happy birthday to my brother. Just passed this past Monday. Nice. So, yeah, man. So, great year. Uh, thanks for everybody that listened. Obviously, thank you two guys for helping me out and you know keeping the podcast going. We got at least another you know couple strong years in us. But you know, I, I also think I want people to understand like whatever happens, like the podcast means so much to the three of us personally, and it it's just a fun little insight. I don't yeah. It'll stand as a time capsule of like, no, we know what we know what those guys were doing. And <laughs> you saw it when Cobb moved and like we kept it together like yeah, the, there's just been it's just meant a lot to all of us and the, it's maintained its priority in all of our lives as a lot of thi- other things have changed around. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool to be, you know, for three guys that struggle with commitment issues. <laughs> cool to be at the end of year 5. Yeah, and if you're going to do one thing and you're going to stay diligent and you're a big fan of the cast, you go out sometime in the next couple of weeks and you get pancakes or a waffle, but you get them in athleisure wear. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, there's episode 243 for MCTP. For Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.